The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. This is The Hard Shoulder. Kieran Cuddy with you until seven o'clock this evening. Now, the Shine Festival is set to kick off this October with a range of events that aims to inspire young women across Ireland. It is uh, described this year as the Shona Project, empowering and inspiring the girls of Ireland. And it will feature events and talks from speakers across a whole host of sectors, including health and sport and politics and business. Well, Alan Gunning is one of those speakers, CEO of Metacoms, and she is with me here in studio. Alan, you're very welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Kieran. So uh, what is it, the Shona Project? Well, the first I heard of the Shona Project was when Tammy Darcy approached me. I had spoken at the Tech Founder Conference and she came up to me afterwards and said, myself and the team wondered, would you do a video interview for the, not the Shine Festival, the Shona Project? And I said, okay, love to. What is the Shona Project? And (laughs) apparently she set it up in memory of her sister and it's to empower young women, specifically girls at TY stage. And what they do is a series of videos. Very clever. When she did a video interview with me, she said that the structure of the video is that she knows what she wants to talk to you about. But then she sends it to the school so that all of the TY schools can access this range of videos. But they'll flag it and say, so this is Ellen making these three key points. So these are things that your students need to pick out of it and debate, which is very clever. I did the video, really enjoyed it. And then she came back and said, would you do the Shine Festival? And a bit like you, I said, cool, yeah, what's the Shine Festival? And the Shine Festival apparently attracts 2,000 TY girls. It's it's girls, not girls and boys. So 2,000 TY female students every year and about another 4,000 who join online. And it's all about trying to open up a world of opportunities to them, just trying to make them look outside the box and think of what they might want to do in the future without following a straight path and thinking, I only have one or two or three options. So what was your message for the TY students? So I'm speaking to them on the 11th of October. And my message is um, basically that I spent my life doing things I love doing. Um, And it makes working for a living very, very easy. I've worked for myself for most of my life. And I suppose my message is around how did I become a data prophet? Do you know what a data prophet is? No, I don't have a clue. I think it's the coolest expression ever. Somebody introduced me as a data prophet about three months ago. And a data prophet apparently is somebody who really understands data, the power of data, how what you can use it for, but has no technical ability. So I'm a non-tech founder of a tech company. Metacoms is a tech platform. So basically we use artificial intelligence, natural language processing and machine learning to pull in millions of data points, Mm. none of which I can code, but to pull in millions of these data points and give you a view of the future. So what I'm talking to them about is the fact that I formed a tech company based on my previous role in public relations, not on my technological ability. Mm. And that the range of people, tech, when you think of tech, you think of STEM and people actually studying STEM subjects. And my message really is that if you don't study STEM, nothing, absolutely nothing wrong with studying STEM. It's a great idea. But if you don't do it, you can still have a role in a tech company because we still need researchers. We need UI, UX people. So people who can actually design when you come onto a platform, what's the easy, you know, when you swipe something and it doesn't work properly and you go, oh, I hate that. Yeah. There's a, there's a genius who says you need to swipe this way and then it brings you to that button and then you do this. And it's a whole skill in doing it. And that's not a tech skill, but it, it's a, a visual design skill, but it's a crucial one for anyone in a tech company. And you also have all the coders. And then you have the likes of our chief technical officer who doesn't code, but her job was to take effectively my idea. So my background is in PR. 
And what I looked at was the gap in public relations was that there's so much data out there. You know, people are drowning in data. And if I want to find out from a brand's point of view, if I want to find out anything about you, I can pretty much find it out. So I can get share of voice. I can know what you think about my reputation. I can find out what you're saying. I can intervene in those conversations. Mm. But what I can't get out of all that data, what nobody has done until now, is sight of the future. And this is really exciting stuff. So what I set out to do was figure out how could you use all that data to give you, not to tell you what the future is, because I'd be a squillionaire Mm. if I could do that, but to show you these tiny little embryonic threads of this is what we see as the future of work. This is what seems to be happening for food production. This is what's happening in travel. This is what's happening in education. And to do that, I literally designed this is how I want it done and then brought in a tech team. So I suppose my message is about not limiting yourself, not mm. deciding that you can't be in a tech company or can't run a tech company because you don't have a tech Well, background. your story as well also is, is kind of a story of the victory of, of kind of being a generalist, isn't it? It is, yeah. And it's, do you know the funny thing with COVID? It's kind of, it, which is a speciality in itself that's underappreciated, I think, being it a generalist. Is. I think you're probably right. Because when COVID happened, my background was PR. So everything in my background was public relations until then. And I used to travel an awful lot because I've written the book that students study around the world. Really cool. So I'd be invited to speak at conferences and everywhere I'd go, I'm a serial networker. So everywhere I'd go, I'd reach out to people and say, talk to me about what's happening in PR in Australia and I'll tell you what's happening in PR in Ireland. And when COVID happened, I stopped and thought, so what am I actually learning from all of this? And this is where the generalist came in. Mm. It was like, "Mm, what's the big challenge facing PR? And I started off thinking it was around data and aggregating the information. And I thought, that's too boring. I couldn't be bothered figuring out a way of aggregating information. Somebody else can do that. That's a techie job. And the more I thought of it, I thought, oh, the future. Like, are we going to live on Mars? Are are any of us going to have what we regard as a full-time job? How are we going to pay for social services? Will we continue to travel? Or will we look at environmental um, restraints and say, but actually with AR, VR, everything else we can do, I can get the whole experience without travelling. And that got me into that generalist role of let's have a look at, because everybody wants to know what's happening in the future. Mm. If you're a politician, you're trying to plan for it. If you're a company, you're trying to strategise for it. If you're a, a general individual, you just want to know what, what's it going to be like for the next 20 years. And I've no children, but anybody with children will tell you they're dying to know what kind of future do my children have. And, so, and, and the message you hope that the, the TY students, that the girls take from it, is it the very first thing you said, which is that I spent my life doing things that I've loved doing and that, that has made life a lot, a lot easier. I think my core message would be say yes to doing what things you love and no yeah. to doing the things you don't love. So don't do something because you should. Don't do something because somebody says it's a good career path or it will earn you good money or it's solid or it's steady. Do something because it fires your passion. You've got to get out of bed every morning. I, I get out of bed every morning and think, what the, bring it on. I have no idea what today's going to bring. It's fabulous. And that, it never feels like working for a living. And I think if you do what you enjoy, you don't really work. You don't, you don't feel that you've put in a lot of hours. Well, that is an inspiring message, Ellen, for uh, those TY students, I hope. Uh, they are taking part, those students, in the Shona Project, empowering and inspiring uh, the Girls of Ireland and the Shona Project is organising the Shine Festival, which is kicking off this October. Give it a Google. You'll find all the details and the range of events uh, that aim to, as I say, to inspire young r- women across the country. Ellen Gunning is the CEO of Metacoms. Ellen, thank you for joining us here on the show. 
The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from 4 on News Talk.